0: Welcome to the mind of Lance Skirve, the most creatively profound man in cyberspace.
1: Yes, we are back. I told you, the week was gonna go by in two days because we can't wait to hear what you have to say, my brother. And um, yeah, today we got a lot of work up there, but we had some malfunctions. Don't wanna dominate with that but mm-hmm. if i happen to get knocked off then know that i'll be right back on if you don't hear me it won't knock you off but like i okay. said um this is a day of censorship and we have to be very careful on their platforms what yeah. we say we can say everything yeah. when you know how to talk anyway we'll talk about that later how have you been my brother
2: i've been great man it's been a good uh, productive week i see you've been busy as always and uh you know you just have to keep going like when, when you hit a road bump or a detour you know you just have to keep going and so um we, we know that these uh incidents are not just correct again. but um like
1: you said we too
2: sometimes we have to play
1: by the rules to get certain things done and uh you know let me ask is that a is that a Bluetooth that you're talking through? Because the sound sounds real muddled when there's when a Bluetooth involved.
2: It's a Bluetooth. Yeah, you want me to take it off?
1: Yeah, yeah. You can just go okay. straight into the phone. The way you did it before.
2: Okay. Yeah. okay. yeah, absolutely. All right, give me a second here.
1: Whenever there's like a Bluetooth sometimes it's compromised because you got to transmit. And okay. It's power.
2: okay. There you go.
1: Okay, that's much better.
2: That's better. Okay. Yeah, because the uh, yeah, Bluetooth yeah. can be interfered with as well, right? Say, say it again? again? Uh, because the Bluetooth can be interfered with as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, but that but that the thing is that it's a transmitted signal from the earpiece to the phone, mm-hmm. and that kind of compromises it. I don't know how to really explain it. I'm not an audio guy. But mm-hmm. the more pieces of gadgetry that you have between you and your equipment, which for you now is a phone, It it compromises it. So I have a lot of people that call in and you can hear it and say, wait a second, take that off. (laughs) It would be better, even if it was a corded, a cord had an actual cord. I think those are not as bad, but I like to just go straight in. Yeah.
2: Right.
1: When it's transmitted, it seems like it's compromised for a little bit. But, yeah, like you were saying, brother.
2: Yeah, you know, the thing is, is um, we do have to be mindful now like when you're in a game and you know what they're doing in order to throw you off of your game then sometimes you have to play by the rules of the game but and still not compromise your revolutionary spirit and sometimes people get confused um as you as you said these are still their platforms so they can monitor it and and also they can um make life a living hell for you, you know, if they choose to. So it's not – I don't think it's a matter of compromise. It's a matter actually of being smart enough to understand and comprehend um, what you're dealing with. And as you said, in the world that we're living in, um, we already know that they're coming at us because they want to suppress – As much information as they can, and and to be honest with you, I know you're right. They are using um, bots and artificial intelligence, or what have you. Oh yes. Way that you know humans can monitor this amount of content the way they do.
1: Exactly, exactly. And and let me just tell you, the show that was taken down earlier. Uh huh. um, I actually took it down after the fact. I want to explain that to the people who listen to this, and I'll make this quick because I know you have a lot to say. Okay. But what happened was I know that artificial intelligence is being used to help this particular platform. And Mm -hmm. when you had human monitors, they depended on the feedback. Sometimes you'll get a little box that says to just make you feel good. How did this make you feel? Mm -hmm. And you can check negative box or more so that and you get enough of those that's the help that they had between the human monitors but there's no way with so many hun- thousands of hours of video being uploaded every minute to you right. to the computer but with artificial intelligence implemented they can catch the keywords that they have to look out for so if you speak about certain organizations W, H you know In the other letter, or you say words like the 19, or you say certain things, you know, they can catch it, but see, artificial intelligence can't reason. Once they hear of a word or a combination of words, and they just snatch it down. It's like trying to negotiate with a pit bull that you stepped into the yard with to say, hey, I'm the food delivery guy, I'm a a good guy. He's still going to bite you up. See what I mean? So. I got to be shrewd enough, and what happened? I wasn't going to put this up on Rumble and embed it on my site and tell people to go there. But I was so in the zone earlier, creating content. I did a show earlier. We had that show to go up. We have your show. I might do something later on. Um, I was I was zoned out. I was inside all day and zoned out, and I forgot. So. This is what happens, and I expected that because I said that on the other show. This is a good show, but they may take it down. I already uploaded it to go live on YouTube at a certain time. So that's okay. the big, so it's like again the analogy that I use, which may not be a super positive one. It's like a drug dealer getting tripped, tipped off that the cops are coming. So he flushes and stuff and runs out. People run out with it, and then when they get there, there's nothing there. So when I saw that they cut that cut the show off at a certain point, well. I knew they were coming for me so said, and they left it on the channel i said well, you cut it off in the middle of a line the next step is to come and say well you said something here 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 and we're gonna do this to you so i flushed i flushed it myself down the toilet <laughs> okay so <laughs> i did that so it's okay because i have the original files and it will go up and i will distribute it on the site and in other places and i make it readily available because that was a hot conversation and it, and it got hotter on the second half that they didn't hear so that's the way it goes that's part of the game you win a boxing match sometimes you can come out looking like the loser because you're still going to take punches even though you won you know but i have to you're looking extremely healthy brother you're taking good care of yourself you have a glow you 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 have that look like this person is somebody he's doing something right you know you're the, one of those brothers i see in the street. And I'm like, listen, man. I don't know what you do, but there's something about you. Who are you? And what are you doing? <laughs> and you get that righteous look. We can spot each other, you know.
2: Well, thank you, Lance, as always for the kind words, brother. I mean, you—you you know, this is the highlight of my week. You know, sharing energy with you, and uh, like I said, I, could, I i try to keep up with you as much as I can. You know, you you, you like that, that <laughs> It never stops. But uh, I caught a couple of shows, they're real good, and the good thing is that our people are constantly getting the information they need, whether you agree with it or not. Right. And, and you know, the whole thing is, why I, I don't understand why we feel like we have to agree with something in order to look at it and decipher it.
1: Exactly.
2: That you know you have to look at things from a three hundred and sixty degree angle, or well, seven hundred and twenty when you include metaphysical aspect that's, that's right,
1: right. <laughs> there you go. For, some
2: reason, for some reason, our people are always looking at things one way, and if it's not that way, then they reject it, and that is a huge mistake that has kept us um pretty much in the socio economic condition that we're in. But uh, yeah, brother, it's a good topic today. I, uh, <clears throat> as always, I want to I want to greet you again, brother Lance, and all the uh, family in the chat room. And thank uh, you. Um, one of the things that I'm constantly aware of is that we must continue to be on the attack too. We can't always sit back and wait to respond to something. Right. Because uh, you know, it, the truth of the matter is is that, like we say all the time, we're in a warfare. And in a warfare, you're not waiting for the enemy to see how many uh, bombs and missiles he's going to shoot at you before you put up an offensive.
0: <laughs> <And>
2: so <clears throat> so I, base, I, I try to base the topics on things that our people need to look at. Um, a lot of the things that we do, we do as a result of Emotional responses to things, uh, mainly things that we don't like or we think somebody is attacking us, and then we just forget about it and go on about our day, while the same people that are attacking are mounting up new attacks every day. So um, we're we're in this uh, atmosphere now. This uh, this atmosphere. This uh, it, it's. You know, I don't know what to call it, but, you know, it's the election. And every every time this happens, um, you know, there's a push to persuade our people in certain directions. And today we're going to talk about, we're going to cover this um, and talk about what we're really dealing with here. Um, so the name of the topic today is uh, Electoral College, that our president's, are not elected like we're taught they are selected and I hear many people talk about uh, the new world order and it may be a new world order but here in America we are still operating off the old world order and I'm going to show you today why that is um yeah Lance so if you could put up that picture of the um, the United States with the voters on one side and the electors on another.
1: Oh, and, sure. I
2: think yeah, that's the first. talk about that for me. Yes. That, mm-hmm. that, that. So um, the Electoral College was founded on September fourth, seventeen 1787. So we're looking at an old world order that's over 200 years old, 237 years to be exact. Um, as I said, the President of the United States is not selected. He, I'm not elected. He is selected. Now, how is this system set up? Why is it set up and how is it ran? As you can see here, okay, the United States populace over here voting. <laughs> um, and then you have the electors or the people that really choose the presidents over here discussing, as they always do, how this presidential outcome is going to come out. Now, here's the thing. They have marching orders, Okay, These are not just people that are randomly chosen. And we're going to talk about that and look at that. But we know that the global elite Select our presidents. Um, let's let's go down the list here. Um, we know that the Council of Foreign Relations, the Trilateral Commission, the International Monetary Fund, uh, the World Monetary Bank, okay, um, and also the International Banking Cartel which includes our own Federal Reserve, okay. These are the players, okay, that control, not just the presidential election, but how the United States government is ran. Now, I hope those, I mean, these are, these are um, organizations and global organizations that are known, so they can't strike us for repeating something that they have already put out there, right, Lance? right okay
1: no, no no, they can't they can't they can't touch this okay. this is um yeah this is this they're worried about the medical um the conspiracies that are real <laughs> but this <laughs> stuff here they can't they can't they can't touch okay. it
2: okay i just want to be sure yeah uh, america's social economic structure is rooted in feudalism and we'll go over that a little later It's not capitalism as we have been incorrectly taught, although it is ran by capitalists or our ruling class. um, This is where we get confused. Now, an interesting thing um, connects our presidents together. And, And I remember when I first heard about this, I was like, George Bush and Barack Obama our cousins, distant cousins. But there was a um, a young girl, a young white girl, that did a uh, study for her class. She actually started out looking at her own um, ancestry, and somehow became intrigued by something she stumbled across. And see, these are the type of things that we need to be pushing our children towards to study real history and not the garbage that's being fed to them every day. So a long story short, she started seeing this connection going way back all the way to uh, one of the first kings of England, King John. Okay, And that 80% of all American presidents can be traced back to this one king which is fascinating in itself. So we see that there is a bloodline connection here, okay, that comes from old England back to the United States. Um, Eighty percent of all American presidents can be traced back to this king, with one exception, uh, President Martin Van Buren who was born in your home state, uh, Lance, in New York.
0: Mm -hmm. And
2: and it is of Dutch ancestry. So this is why he's taken out of the equation. Um, He was actually the founder of the Democratic Party in 1828. Um, But a couple of things here, Um, the aristocracy Okay, using the old English term because we're operating off off of the old world order. Okay, um, the aristocracy is the highest social economic class in a society, especially those holding hereditary titles and offices. So we know that the way our uh, aristocracy is set up here in the United States, that the majority even the wealth in the United States is passed down mainly through um, these uh, titles and these offices that are held by this ruling class. The other important thing is that the term electoral college does not appear in the U.S. Constitution. Okay, so Article Two of the Twelfth Amendment refers refers to electors. Okay, and you you see them right here. Okay, so the actually, if you look at, and we're going to talk about this too as well, you see uh, millions of American voters where there's only 538 electors that determine the next president of the United States. But again, we're going to talk about who these people are, um, what social structure they come from because that has a lot to do with politics in our country
1: but when they deal
2: with black folks they deal from an emotional base they appeal to us from an emotional base but that's not really what's going on here okay so what happens all right so in the 237 years since um they started the electoral college all right and choosing electors um the Constitution gives each state the right to select the electors they want. This is very important, and we'll see as we go along. Um, Maine and Nebraska are the only two exceptions. Um, they can split their vote, but all the other states is winner-take-all, and this is extremely important and why we're going to cover this um, important point today. But the point of this illustration is, you cast your votes, yes, okay, but what you're really doing is choosing electors. You're not choosing presidents. And we'll explain that. Now, um, in this process, nominees can be selected by their political parties, nominees to be electors, or by voters. And believe it or not, and many black folks don't even hear about this, okay, but they can be elected by voters in a general election. So they vote twice for the president and the vice president of the United States. Now, um, one interesting thing happened. um, Dick Gregory, when he was running for president, exposed this to us. Rest in power, brother. Uh, That there were 9 million votes in Pennsylvania that went to him when he was running for president in 1968, but the nine million votes were actually meant for Richard Nixon. But somehow they got it screwed up. And uh, um, well, back during that time, they could manipulate machines. They still can, but um, they can manipulate machines in order to pull something like this off. And they still do it in a lot of ways, just in more sophisticated ways because of AI and technology. Now let's look at let's look at the political structure in America and how it was actually formulated. So back during this time, the there were two uh, factions, just like today, where we have the Republicans and the Democrats. There was the Federalists, and then there were the Anti-Federalists. So uh, the Federalists were pro-Constitution, okay, but the anti-Federalists opposed the new Constitution. And that's why I don't get caught up into this bull crap where they got you talking about patriots and all of this other stuff, when that has nothing to do with our political structure. And I dare to say there are no patriots in America, okay the reason for this is and they have always divided us okay based on the federalists and the anti-federalists so the federalists wanted the people in major cities to support them because this is where the power in the north came from people in the inner cities however Uh, The anti-Federalists, much like they do today, appeal to rural poor whites who were against the Constitution. Okay. Now, this is extremely important, not just in our history, but in the history of our political structure in this country. Because this is where you get the foundation of what we're dealing with today. They're using different terminology. But at the end of the day, we're talking about Federalists, people who say they stand for the Constitution, because we know that a lot of these people who call themselves patriots don't even believe that they are opposed to the Constitution. And a lot of the politicians or tricksters like the Democrats and the Republicans, they manipulate our people, okay, based on this. when. They actually are either Federalists or Anti-Federalists. Now, initially, the Constitution was not accepted by each state. Each state operated independently. Okay, I believe it was 11 states that uh, ratified it. But anyway, nonetheless, mainly the Confederate states opposed it. And there's a reason for that. We're going to come back to that. Um, In fact, this caused so much dissent that New York was not allowed to participate in several electoral uh, processes. And this was due to the fact that their Senate was ruled by Federalists. Okay, we can see this structure with the Republicans and the Democrats today. But this was due to the fact that the Senate, their Senate, was ruled by federalists, and the House of Representatives, or the lower house, were ruled by anti-federalists. Very divided, like they are today. Okay, and many of these people who you follow in this religion, these evangelicals, were uh, (coughs) anti-constitutionalists. Okay, let's call it for what it is. But... (coughs) (laughs) they'll get on they'll they'll come to you and they'll talk about religion and saying they believe in the Constitution when their actions show that they only believe in in what their particular class structure um, believes in we're gonna look at this too as I said now let's look at the popular vote which is represented by the people on the right side of this map, versus electoral votes, or the electors. So there are 538 electors. And how this is set up is uh, two senators from each state, and then the number of US reps in each state determines how many delegates they can have. But again, very important, winner takes all. And we're going to see how important that is and why this old world order is still in play today. I don't care what people are saying about no new world order and all of that. Okay, we're living off of the old world order, 237 years, okay? So this is the process that happens. So after you, with your hands up over here on the right side, American people, after you vote, after the election, the state electors meet. They sign the certificate of votes. This is where we get this January sixth debacle from. okay this the, the results are delivered to the President of the United States Senate. And then on January six, the Congress, announces the certification of votes and declares a winner and the vice president certifies the votes just like while we had this big debacle where they were trying to prevent uh, the vice president at time to certify the votes okay so again let's go back to this process when you cash your vote you are not voiding voting for your choice of president you are voting for electors over here on this side. See these people that are whispering and talking? And they are controlled by that ruling class that we talked about, that we're going to talk about this structure of feudalism in a minute when Lance puts up the other picture. And and I showed it on a on another video. Very important for us to understand this. But I want to say this again. Yeah, thank you, brother. That's it right there. And I'm going to get to it in a minute. Um, But this this is something that we really, really need to understand and comprehend. When you cast your vote, I don't care what this rhetoric they're giving our people, (coughs) you are not voting for your choice of president. You are voting for electors who then vote on a president. Now, when did this start? The Founding Fathers met in 1787. I said September four at the Constitutional Convention in Philadelphia. Now here's another interesting thing. While they hide history, okay, um, a lot of people are going to get upset about this. I don't care. Okay, this is facts. Send the congressional records. Uh, Barack Obama was not the first black president of the United States. So after um they met at the Constitutional Convention. Then George Washington and uh, some of the other, what you call founding fathers, had to meet with John Hansen and the Moors, in the Con- Continental Congress. Okay. As I said, the first president of America, not the United States, was John Hansen. A black man who was a moor, because we were already here when the Europeans, the Spaniards, came here, OK? Now, <clears throat> during the founding of, of, of the uh, Constitution, OK, uh, they were concerned about white male property owners, OK, losing property. since The South had twice as many black folks. Okay. This is where they came up with this idea to make black people three fifths of a person. You might have heard this before. They never explain it in the history books. But this is why because if they didn't, then the South would have an extraordinary amount of people. that would give um, southern states more delegates just because it was set up on the amount of the populace of that state that determined okay how many electors that you were able to get so by doing this making black folks three-fifths of a person they reduced this imbalance and this would ensure that the number of electors would be equally distributed throughout the country so Five times in electoral history of the United States, the winner of the popular vote lost the presidency. The most recent one was George Bush versus Al Gore in 2000. I remember this because black people could not understand how Al Gore had uh, half a million more votes than George Bush but lost the presidency. And we're going to explain this. And then you had this parade of black politicians wanting to challenge it, but Al Gore, coming from the aristocracy of the United States, his father was a senator, I believe, already knew, okay, that constitutionally, as the vice president. He had a obligation to certify those votes. And this is this this was a big uh they had a big showing on TV. I remember when they um was arguing, the black Congress people were arguing and Al Gore well, they couldn't understand why Al Gore didn't want to fight for himself. But and I was surprised that they didn't even know the structure of the United States. And we're going to talk about why Al Gore could not overturn this. Okay. Now, uh, there's another important... Uh, what is that? Hmm. I must have... Uh, let's see. Oh, boy. Hey, Lance, can you give me a second real quick?
0: Lance? Yes,
1: sir. Yes,
2: so quick,
1: I'll be right back, yeah, take your time man. okay, take your time, take your time, yeah, we're moving into a whole different zone while we're being entertained. I can't stress that enough, I can't stress it enough because I'm seeing it i'm I'm look, everybody knows right what a sewer is like a sewer system under the city, and we know how it runs and 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 what it smells like. But that person who works in the store, he knows it in a very intimate way. So I'm not better than anybody by knowing what I know and saying that I know probably a little more intuitively with this internet thing. But I've said it before must say it again. If you only imagine what they give us and allow us to have and say, wow, this is a new technology with phones and it can do this and it can do that. 30, 40 years ago, they already had it.
2: Okay, I'm back.
1: We've been yeah, we've been dazzled by their hand me downs, but they're so far ahead of the game. Yes, my brother, and that'll be another show I talk about, but you're back. Here you go. You want yeah,
2: yeah. Picture up? Sorry about
1: that, man. No, 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 no. This is your show, brother.
2: The, yeah. you,
1: you want the picture? Huh? You want yeah, that photo back put
2: up? Yeah, you can put it back up. All right. Okay yeah so um let's see here get sometimes if I didn't have a neck, my head wouldn't be on my body, bruh <laughs> <laughs> so uh oh where was I oh okay so um what so what happened was in two thousand george i mean Al Gore had over a half a million votes more than George Bush, and this is what people this is when our people came face to face, I believe for the first time with how we are bamboozled okay in politics um, so what happened was uh George Bush won Florida, and then they had to decide. If those 30 uh, delegates went to George Bush and that did, well we know George Bush was already selected like all the rest of them but uh, that this is what people can understand how is it that Al Gore had more of the popular votes but when George Bush was declared the winner of Florida remember the winner takes all okay so that pushed him over the top with the delegate count Um, the other thing is this is how they effectively eliminate any third party uh, or independent party in this country okay if we look at Ross Perot in 1992 won almost 20 percent of the vote 19 percent but Ross Perot did not receive one electoral vote, OK? And and this is electoral college vote. And this is how they effectively keep a third party from, because I don't care how many uh, votes you get, OK? You, the electors have to decide how many electoral votes you get. and And this is where we get jammed up, OK? Now, let's talk about this. Um, feudal system okay and uh I don't know if well that's big enough but the names that um, one of the things that I, I, I want to bring out first about this before we deep dive into the other stuff is that, uh, <clears throat> is that we live in a, a feudalism Uh, economic system. You know, I don't care what these people are telling you about. We live in a capitalistic society. No, it's ran by capitalists. But you are in a uh, feudal system. Always have been and always will be. If you stay in America, you will be. And again, this is the old world order that came out of Europe. So let's look at this feudal, feudalism system. Here at the top you have the king. Now, the king represents, interestingly enough, we know that decisions about the world are made by religious figures at the top of the spectrum. Okay, And, and this is why um, they never separated church and state. Really, they tell us that they do here, but they don't. But that's a topic for another day. But here you see the king representing the Vatican, okay, and also European monarchs, or what you like to call uh, royals. (laughs) Okay. These are the people that are represented at the top of the ladder in the world, okay? And they are represented that way. Because they have more of an impact on people throughout the world, okay, than anybody else. Now, that's that's the state side, okay. So, I mean, the religion side, okay. So, make no mistake about it the people at the top of the ladder in the world, these uh, fake religious people actually are the ones that dictate how the um, the other global elites operate from the monetary side let's look at let's look at this okay so when you when we get to the second tier okay and this this same structure, I'm talking about America, okay. But when you get to the second tier, now you're dealing with okay, you're dealing with the um, the CFR, the Council of Foreign Relations, the Trilateral Commission, the International Banking Cartels, the Rockefellers and the Bilderbergs. There are a few other names, but they mainly are the ones at the top of the list. And these people were represented by the two figures there, okay, they are the ones that control everything involving the financial um, status and structure of the world, okay? And so in America, it's no different, okay? They operate through the Federal Reserve to control our banking system here. We can clearly see that. All right, so <clears throat> when, when a president is elected, it is because the people that are at this class structure, okay, and I've researched this for years, but it's people at this class structure, okay, that actually groom them, believe it or not, long before you ever even hear about these people. Okay. They have all the ritualistic behavior that goes with it. Many of our presidents went to Yale University where the skull and bones are. Many of the people that are at the top echelon of our corporations and our government all right are part of this organization as well. I remember a song Curtis Mayfield uh made, you know, that's it's the educated people that are running the lives of our society. Okay. And and education doesn't necessarily mean college, it means those that are educated in the in how to run a capitalistic society or ruling class. So now this third tier here, okay covers all of the other institutions okay that actually implement the plans that this ruling class aristocracy right above that it was represented by the two figures okay they are the ones that carry out their plan and their system this is where the class of our electors come from, and this is very important for our people to understand and comprehend this. We're going to break this down, but this is very important, that third tier you see. um, They may not be wealthy, some of them are, but the majority of them are rich or have access to capital. These are the ones that own the majority of real estate in our country. Okay, and again, these are the institutions that run our country, whether they're educational institutions, whether they're financial institutions, whether they're religious institutions, okay? And the majority of our presidents, and some of them even come from the second tier, okay? But with very few exceptions, have our presidents come from the lower tier that is represented by the four figures, okay, so um, or the peasants. So the knights are that tier right above the peasants, okay. The lords are the ones that are right above, okay, uh, the knights that carry out or fight against anything that tries to destroy this. But we come from this lower, this class right here. The peasants or serfs, whatever you want to call it. This is one of the reasons why. Now, let's take a pause right here because this is important to point out. That this is another reason why the borders are being open. Okay. It's, It's a political game. Because no matter how you look at this, the people responsible for giving you 2000 dollars a month a ebt card to get food
1: you muted yourself neil you muted i don't know if you can hear me did I mute yeah. myself? Yes, just for a few seconds.
2: Okay, it's good okay. now. Okay. Right. So um yeah, so the the plan to open the borders is because if you're giving people two thousand dollars a month, which which is re- this is a spit in the face to American people and Black people in particular because they're going to be fighting Black people as we can see in New York and Chicago mainly, okay. And they're putting black and brown people against each other for these little crumbs. But the point I want to make is that whoever gives you this $2,000, feed you and your children, and put you up in these hotels, that's what you're going to be beholden to. And we already know that this is a strategy, a political strategy, that is being used against the American people. Okay, And this is a very asinine thing to do to the american people but make no mistake about it the same people that are telling you that they care about black folks and all of this and fooling you which since 1988 you have voted for one party these are the same people that are replacing you okay now i don't tell people one way that i'm independent so it, you know and, and you know i fight for what is right. Sometimes it comes from one party, sometimes it, and it's based on an individual basis. I never get caught up into no going behind supporting a whole no. The individuals that are standing up for the American people and doing the thing for black people that we know we need to survive, and that's who I stand behind. I don't get emotionally involved with none of these people cuz at the end of the day none of them care about you and me okay now as we were as I was explaining that um that feudal system there we're going to talk about something that's extremely important okay let's talk about why all of this is happening and why it's so important for you to understand how this whole game is set up Okay, brother Lance, you can remove that. Thank you. Uh, let's look at the states with the highest delegate count. Now, let's let's start out first, and why they always say that black people pick presidents. Okay, and I'm getting ready to show you why. The the states with the highest population of black people: Texas, two point nine million black folks and and I don't believe these figures are higher Okay, they always do this to us but let's look at the corresponding delegate count out of Texas Uh, Texas has 40 delegates now remember it's winner-take-all it's not split okay like we've seen is you win popular vote in that state chances are that you're going to be awarded the delegates, okay? However, we know that the electors can flip the script and overrule the American people's votes. We know this. Okay. The next state is Georgia and Florida, 2.6 million each. It's more than that, black folks in Georgia. I know that, and Florida. But let's just go with these figures they have. Georgia has 16 delegates, okay? Florida has 30 delegates. That's how George Bush won, because when he got those 30 delegates, it was a wrap. He was at 270. Okay, New York, Lance's home state. God knows it's more than 2.4 million people in New York, black people in New York. New York has 28 delegates can you start to get the picture now California 2.0 million which is much more black folks than that here California has 54 delegates the last three states with the largest amount of population of black people in it is North Carolina 1.8 million North Carolina has 16 delegates and these are the highest ranking and I'm going to read out the ranks in a minute the highest ranking ones as far as delegate count then you have Maryland which I know too has more than 1.4 million black folks come on man I know better than that but Maryland has 10 delegates Illinois which I know has more than 1.4 million black folks Okay, they have 19 delegates. So you're starting to get the picture here. This is why they say black people pick presidents, because in these states, you vote one way. Okay, so somebody can look at this and say, oh, yeah, that's fine. There's no quid pro quo. They're not demanding anything. Okay, we can get, We can say anything to them. We can go shake their hand, show up. And so let's talk about that before we we look at the states with the highest uh, delegate count. But that's very important what I just uh, stated to you, those statistics. Now, people say, well, why do they start a presidential um, primaries and two of the lowest delegate delegate counts? States, Iowa, I think, is three, uh, and New Hampshire is something like four. Okay, why? It's like a precursor. Okay, it's like a warm-up, you know, like a preseason game. Okay, and, and this is why you see where this fervor, fervor begins to build just off of getting people into the emotional state of a presidential election. And again, I caution our people not to get caught up into emotions. However, they're forcing our hand because they're bringing all these migrants into black cities. And they are directly confronting our people. So in many cases, we don't have a choice. Okay, But I caution our people um, not to get too emotional over the situation and to realize that you're being played. Okay. You're being played, you know, and like they say, uh, insanity, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. So this is why people call black people insane. I mean, sometimes it's justifiable. Okay, so you see this buildup. Now, people might say, well, South Carolina only has well, not only because non-delegates is a lot, but again, here again, we see this warm-up. 90% of the black people in South Carolina vote Democrat. So what does that mean? We're going to go out here. We're going to get them emotionally pumped up again. We haven't done a damn thing for the black people in South Carolina or anywhere in this country, uh, if you want to know the truth. But yet, we're going to sell them the same bill of goods, and they're going to – I don't care what congressperson or senator is telling you about this. You are bamboozled and you're hoodwinked. And the minute you stop being bamboozled and hoodwinked is the minute people are going to start respecting you because you got – okay, you got the delegate count in the largest states in the country. But you don't play by the same uh, game, you don't play the same game they play. They play in chess while you still play in checkers or Monopoly, I don't know what. Do not pass, go, go directly to jail. Okay, so let's look at the highest delegate count in the country. Uh, California, as I said, 54. Florida, 16. Georgia 16, Illinois 19, New Jersey 14, New York 28, Texas 40, Tennessee 11, Virginia 13, Indiana 11. And by the way, this is what they mean by swing states as well. Arizona 11. And there are about four or five uh, swing states. Well, we won't go. I'm not, it's not my goal to go into politics today. My goal is to show our people the game that has always been played on us and why they play it and continue to play it until you do something different. Okay, they don't. it's nothing they care. They care about these delegate counts that you are responsible for. Colorado 10, Maryland 10, Massachusetts 11, Michigan, 15, Minnesota, 10, Ohio, 17, Pennsylvania, 19. That's why there's always a battleground state, Pennsylvania. South Carolina, 9. I explained to you why they are hyped up on South Carolina, the black folks there. Alabama, 9. North Carolina, 16, and state of Washington, 12. So uh, now let, let's let's talk about why all of this is important when we start talking about the electors, okay, and, and the selected presidents of the United States. Why your voice is never heard? This is why your ne- voice is never heard, but your vote is because of what I just read to you. This statistics I just read to you they know that you don't play this game because if you did you would organize if you really wanted to do something you would organize in these states to find out who these electors are all this stuff they have you the emotion charge oh get out the vote make sure you vote for blah 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 and we will need to register all these people to vote but who are the electors okay do you know who your electors are in your state have you ever asked for a list of these electors do you know what these electors this is how the Constitution described them as electors okay do you know what their views are about your culture you must not know But the people, the migrants that are coming over here that they tell all these lies about, you know, that's why the first thing come out of their mouth is you're lazy when you built the wealth and the foundation of this country. Or they'll say other things like, uh, or they'll use words like uh, attacking. What They're really attacking when they attack uh, words like woke is black folks, okay? And then you have these gutless people. Oh, and by the way, I want to mention something. How is it, okay, and I said this before in the last, that you have someone running for the presidency of the United States that don't know this stuff I just mentioned to you, that, this, that uh, this was fought, okay, the Civil War was fought over slavery? How is that even possible? And why would you want to elect someone like that? And then you have someone like the governor of Florida, who either in both ways are bad, has enough hate in his heart to say these things. How is it that these people are running these very important, but this says something about the electors, and it says something, okay, about the people that are voting for these people that are running America. Okay, when you have a governor, an ignorant governor of one of the largest states in America, to make these type of asinine statements and then confuse our children, this is why. Okay, you can get mad at me all you want. I don't care. Uh, How many of the 538 electoral college members represent? The things that are important to your culture and your children's future now this is very important you know why because many of the electors come from that third tier okay they don't come from the tier that we come from okay now here's another sad truth you have a lot of black coons that come from that third tier structure okay Many of them are so-called educated. And by the way, what is an education? An education is not what you have been told or taught. When you're, you're supposed to educate people that look like you and come from your culture to be able to survive and help build your culture, OK? And if you're educated in any other way, Okay, then you're being miseducated. To quote the great Carter G. Woodson. So let's get that straight now. Yeah, but many of our people um, come from that third tier. Okay, rather by hook or crook. You you know, I'm not here today to debate that. And and this is what's at the fundamental root of the problem that Black folks have, because we see this house nigger, field nigger. structure that Malcolm talked about, and this is a perfect example where you have that third tier, that house nigger mentality, and then that fourth tier, okay, the field nigger or the peasants and search. And this system has been since medieval times. You know, medieval times, what they call in Europe, this feudal system that America still uses. So we're talking about over a thousand years okay yeah so this is a very important question how many of the 538 electoral college members represent the things that you and your children um, care about okay and then have you ever met an elector that is a very good black folks don't even have you ever met one if you haven't then you need to organize and say, we want to know who the electors are in our state and what what do they believe. Okay. Now let's look at the the last real important area that we need to, and and a lot of it surrounds what I've just been talking about. How a president's view affects the lives of of the American people. Now traditionally, our U.S. presidents okay, have come from that uh, ruling class that we talked about, okay? Um, And and more importantly, they are seen as a representative of a particular part of our society. So the people who actually are voices for people that are running for president, they structure this divide so that you can be hoodwinked. Okay. Um, what class structure in our feudalistic system, feudalism system, did our president grow up in? That's very important. That is extremely important because it shapes his views. And why is it, how is it that we've gotten to a point, well, it's always been like the federalists and the anti-federalists, where um, we are just pigeonholed into one way of seeing the presidential election. Why is that? Uh, What role did religion play in the development of our presidents? This is very important. Are, Are the evangelicals, okay and the people that don't actually, the hypocrites, I call them, how much do they persuade the views of the president? That's extremely important. Um, this is, well, again, one of the ways they hoodwink black people. And finally, let's look at the profile of the electors. Many of them are government employees. Many of them are business owners or cor- corporate owners. They don't come from the small business uh, uh, sector. Uh, many of them are educators, believe it or not, but overwhelmingly, a lot, of, most of them are religious. And this is how this whole game is played against our people and why now we must begin to fight back, uh, uh, not just give your vote, because I don't vote for them. But uh, why is it important for you now to look at this, okay, in a, from a different perspective? And I agree, I agree that this is one of the most important elections in American history right now for several reasons, okay, but the invasion of the United States cannot stand. I don't care who don't like it because now, yes, all Americans are affected, but disproportionately black folks are going to be affected by this because the people that they are that the migrants are beefing with is black folks because of what they've been told and i heard a guy on one of the videos in chicago saying no more money for you this is one of the migrants talking to one of the black taxpayers in, in chicago no more money for you you're lazy you now imagine coming to this country okay and the reason why they do this, again, is because what they have been told about black folks before they get here and the videos they show them about us when they get here. So I hope our people open their eyes, look at what's really happening, and play the uh, quid pro quo game something for something. This is what other people do. You know? And, and with that, brother Lance, uh, I'll conclude. Yes. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's a it's a situation, man, where we're playing serious ball right now. We we can't continue for people just to, you know, <clears throat> disregard the needs of our people, but yet you coming to us for something. Um. And, and, you know, I don't give political advice, but I tell you what, our people need to do something different this time around because we are in worse shape now than I've ever seen uh, black folks in. But, again, Seriously? you are boozled and thinking, bro, it's bad in America for our people. But, you know, they keep putting these people and celebrities on TV and showing them dressed in all these um, expensive clothes and during all this stuff when 99% of our people are living in hell brother okay this this is the, the truth about the matter okay how do we know this because we know that right now today and I just look at the statistics before I came on here today
0: it is still
2: we still own less than one half of one percent of the real wealth in America. It hasn't changed. So I I don't care. it has not changed. And I don't care how much you think that black folks have progressed, ultimately we have gone backwards. And thank you, brother Lance. I, I think I'm gonna conclude with that.
1: Yes, and thank you, brother.
2: Yes, sir. Keep up the great work, man. You know, keep up the great work. I was glad to see Lily fire. (laughs) I knew I was going to get, because I get tired of hearing all of this bull crap, man. I, you know. You and me both. Bro, I need to hear fire, because when I walk out here, I'm dealing with these real devils, man. They don't care nothing about you and me. Exactly. And the more we sugarcoat people... The sugarcoat this situation, the worse off we're gonna be. Our children mm-hmm. are the ones that's gonna suffer from this man. But when you mm-hmm. hear a like your wife and how you come and some of the other people that present, that lets us that song that um fires up the alarm bells. Okay. Cause imagine if you didn't have no um uh, fire alarms in your house and a big-ass fire start, and you're asleep, and your family is in there. Exactly. By the time you're ready to get out, because smoke is what kills most people, not the fire. Right. By the time you wake up, the smoke, it will choke you out. It's too late. So, yeah, our people, man, this is a very critical. The thing that that really um, gets me, man, is how these all at, first of all, we need new blood, man. We need new young people running for president and running for these offices that affect people on the local level and the mm-hmm. state level. But um, needless to say, they give us, you know, they give us choices that, you know, the lesser of two evils, okay? But then when you look at the evil, you're like, oh, my God. But the one thing I will say, and I end with this, is I am pissed off that our people can still have someone who has proven that they are lying to black folks. Okay, with these same games. That if you if Barack Obama didn't do nothing for black folks, make you think that somebody else is going to do something for us. <laughs> What is it that I, I I'm 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 not getting? What is it? I don't care how much religious rhetoric. How I get sick. Sometimes I don't even want to like no. news no more, brother. Cause they say the same thing to our people all of the time, and it's like oh yeah, you know they they care about black people, but yeah. So then, why the hell are all two million migrants or whatever the number is in black communities? Why is that? They care so much about you because they're taking away your tax dollars and and you know, the things that your tax dollars are supposed to be paying for for our people to to um, enjoy. So thank, thank you, brother Lance. Uh, I'm gonna thank you, nice my check. brother. And, uh, I can listen up. to you
1: all night. Trust me. Huh? i said we can listen to you all night it's a breath of fresh air what you bring and it's not just what you say is how you present it you know you can put a gourmet meal on a dirty hubcap and nobody wants to eat it but you present it great you put the you know the embellishments and everything you make the meal look good and and it's just a good thing yes sir they don't make them like you anymore brother thank you so much
2: well, thank you, brother Lance, for the kind words always. And uh, yeah, we're at war. We gotta keep, you know, we gotta keep,
0: mm-hmm.
2: man. Cause I'm fighting till the day they're ready to say, "Oh yeah, he flatlined."
0: <laughs> so
2: <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm here, brother. And thank uh you. Take care, brother. I'll talk to you again soon.
1: Yes, hit me up anytime, brother. I'm here. Thanks again. Okay. All right. Wow. Good word from Brother Neil, And we're going to wrap this down And um, I just want to promise I'm working on that audio right now Of the show that we had earlier That cut off And I'm having a little difficulty Don't know why It's the same procedure I've always done I'm just trying to take the audio now And um, get it straight But it's a little work It's okay We're going to have it up tonight So um, I might do another recording I'm not sure You know in five hours head of the east coast and that's why i said let me get started early so i can get that work in but i still feel there's a gap because what i put up was was, uh snatched down so i'm going to try to rectify that before i go to sleep but just want to say like i was saying earlier before never underestimate what the enemy can do with all of these electronics and all of this technology that, that we are given and You know, we feel like we're ahead of the game, but this is just hand-me-downs. This is the Sunday paper from three years ago, and we're reading it like it's something new. You know, I recently found out that you can take the uh, uh, batteries out of a cell phone, and the authorities can still listen to you. Ain't that something? So they give us this stuff, and we run with it, but we're all low-jacked. We're all monitored. We're all watched, you know. Um, I already know I am. So it's a way of life for me, you know, but a lot of us are in for a rude awakening where we realize how vulnerable we are and how pretty much on that lane, it's a wrap. The only thing we have are our thoughts and how we can stagger our movements. Not to be paranoid because people are so learned to paranoid. No, I'm aware. I'm aware. I see things sometimes that, I don't mean I don't see things that are not there but you see things that you put dots together that most people don't do you, n- you need to be able to do that right now this is a day for that watch your movements appreciate the time that you have every minute every second but always be aware and allow yourself to be entertained with things that are gonna feed you you know healthy food doesn't have to taste bad it could taste good also so the things that we put in our brain the things that we absorb, the things that we fall asleep on. We need to be aware of that. That's a technique. When you're in school and you're studying, which you should be studying something all the time, and you read that book, read that book and, and make sure it's the last thing, that particular chapter, that particular paragraph. Fall asleep on it. You'll retain it better. You know, Say things over and over and over that you want to retain in your mind, and be careful what you let in. Of course you're going to be exposed to things you don't want to see, and sometimes you fall victim to the things that you see but just try to make a conscious effort to be aware instead of just this, this this zoned out and zones are good when you're trying to get something accomplished like when you're doing something worthwhile like i got zoned out most of the day and got a whole lot of work done and did another show but the bad way the way they introduce to you this is why they have these shorts looping over and over and over i mean imagine and I'm quite sure you've experienced this. You've been on YouTube or Instagram or TikTok, the ones that will loop over and over and if something interesting or catches your eye, and maybe the phone rings, or maybe something else catches your eye, and you put the phone down. Now this thing is going every minute over and over and over and it hypnotizes you. And you have something else to do. And you sit there for a second and it goes four or five times over. What you can handle, Yeah. oh, my God, let me just cut this thing off or flip to the next one, right? And it just gets your mind. It's like a mental speed bump. It takes your mind away from what you have to do. When you're totally focused and you train yourself to be focused, you can cut through a day and get a whole day's work done in an hour and a half, two hours, depending on what it is. If you are really focused with a sense of urgency on what you have to do these days. But most of us don't understand that zone, and that's what we have to train ourselves to do. Because when it's time for it to be no time to do things and we have to move fast, half of us are going to be running around not knowing what to do, We're trying to get our minds snapped into that place where we can move effortlessly, right? But this thing is taken away from us. So take back control of your mind as your greatest weapon. So it's trained like muscle memory. So when you have to do things, it's a knee-jerk reaction. It's not something, oh, my God, what am I going to do? You should be thinking about what you're going to do right now. Think of scenarios. People say, man, Lance, you're on top of things. No, I'm not. I need to be on top of things even more. Whether I'm home, here, like I said, a person was saying, man, you're in that spooky house at night up in the mountains. I said, look, my essence is all over. You step foot on this property. I know it. I'll wake up. I'm telling you. Don't even try to come inside here. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm ready for that. And this is why I'm confident that way. Because I've rehearsed over and over. Like a well-trained fighter or martial artist. Muscle memory. You've been doing it over and over and over. Think certain things. Certain reactions. If this happens, this is what I'll do. If that happens, this is what I'll do. Those things will save you moments and protect you. Know where the things are in your home. Keep something next to your bed so if you have to jump up in the middle of the night, you're ready. I'm telling you, I sleep with certain weapons next to me. Oh, that's going too far. You got to relax in your house. Well, because I have those things, I can relax even more in the element of surprise. It's not going to work against me. It's going to work for me. There are booby traps that I set up. So, you know, just being on top of things, because we are in a war, and most of us don't even know it. Most of us don't even know it. We're in a war, and we think we're in a picnic somewhere, nice and quiet at the park and sunny and eating nice foods and different things, while the cross threads are on our eyes, on our forehead, and the red dot, and we don't even know it. And these folks that they are letting in the country, One day I don't want it to be this way, but one day they're going to be above us in America and look down at us. Oh, we came here. We had nothing. Of course, they had the boost of Biden, the Biden boost. But we can change that. And like Brother Neil said, our 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 wealth proportion has not changed. All of this stuff in the entertainment field And the award shows And yes black people are coming along And we're making it We came a long way And they talk all this foolishness We've got nowhere If that's not a wake up call Then I don't know what it is Yes some, some of us have Is it you? Is it me? No No Well why is it that way? Why is it that they're letting all these other people come in Who 20 years from now Will look down on us I know that's not a good thought and A lot of times we're walking around Condescending Because we have a nice car or a nice home We think that's it But three generations from now How is that going to affect your, your children Or the whole community Like I heard earlier This, this man said We go around and we're poor, and I'm not trying to talk this into existence for anybody, but it's a relative term. We're poor, worrying about looking rich. And the rich people are walking right past us, purposely looking poor. And we're not concerned about three generations down. We're concerned about next Saturday, and what you're going to wear at the club, and what bag you're going to wear. These brands, when you buy these brands, it goes to the people That don't look like you. And when you do buy a black brand or do go to a black business, don't just say, I support black business. They might be in the secret handshake group and bringing their profit to the enemy, right? They may look like you and not spend like you. If you spend your money with a black business, make sure they spend it right on back and do like the other people do and let it circulate in their community. It's not enough. Get to know that person. Get to know the company. Who do they donate to? Where do they live? What do they give? Some of us are just not ever going to realize it. You haven't heard me say, black people need to wake up. I don't say that anymore. Because if you were in a drunken stupor of a a hangover-type slumber, And you don't want to wake up and you hear all of the stuff going on around you. All of the construction, all of the building of businesses, all the progress that other people are making. And you're still asleep, enjoy the sleep. But don't come crying to me when you wake up and realize that you're in a sorry state of affairs. It's sickening. I take this thing serious. Yeah, it bothers me. I've seen the passage of time, and it's a damn shame. It's a damn shame. It shouldn't be this way. And it bothers me. I'm not going to lie. You know, it, it, coming in last place, I don't care how much these basketball players make or these boxers make. It's not doing nothing for the overall. They might do a nice gesture, and that's fine and that's beautiful. But when they make even the money they make, they're not even supposed to help you out, give you a little lever- leverage. Not give, give everybody. No, you can't give everybody or well, you black, and so we we'll give you money. Well, be prepared to lose all you have because the majority of us don't even know what to do with it when we get it. And the first thing we want to do is bring it around to the enemy. The government sh- shouldn't be so scared to give black people reparations because most of us are going to turn around and go down to the dealership that's owned by somebody who doesn't look like us. And even if they do look like us, why are you running around to the, to, to the dealership to get a new luxury car? Well, you know he's a black business, yeah, but you're wasting your money. you're wasting your money. How is that luxury call going to set up your children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren? whether when you transition or you if you have the knowledge of transitioning, you can transition feeling good that what you did, you might be ailing and hurting, but you know in this lifetime, I set my family ahead. We don't think that way. And I cannot believe that in my lifetime, I saw it where we had it. I'm not going to say we had it better, but the outlook was better, even though we were in hell, because we had each other. We had a love in our community. Even though we had dysfunctions, and we had drugs, addicts, and we had alcoholics, and we had guys who were doing crime and different things, we had the love of each other. That we can put things aside and work as a unit. And there were still haters, yet it was a few of them. Some of us killing each other. I understand that. But now, we're killing ourselves, we're killing each other, and we're so narcissistic with no empathy in our heart. We feign having feelings of fake tears at a funeral. Then you get mad when you realize a person ain't leave you nothing. Yeah? You as a woman, some, not all, can't wait for your, that son or that daughter to go to sleep so you can let that man in. Who when you run to the store real quick and leave him there with him, he's in there touching them. Those people need to be snuffed. That's why, you know, like I said, I rock with the people who I know have a certain spirit, but just embracing all black people, No. I got to check you out. Because you know, I have been burned out here in these internet streets plenty of times. Fake ass people. Fake ass people. Fake ass people. I'm not seeing you here who's in the chat room. But one of you all out there in the world listening, you fake ass people, come online and want to construct a persona to be so sweet to be so motherly or fatherly or to be the one that knows and I get these downloads from from the creator. Get out of here, and your life is all messed up. If you only knew what I know, like Teddy Pendergrass said in the song, if you know like I know, if you know like I know, if you know like I know, I love that song. After I get up this bad way, I'm going to play it. And half of the things that you react with online are bots anyway. I mean, the real bots, like, like, like the electronic bots. I was listening to this nerd broadcast, and they were saying people don't even know half the time they're reacting in chat rooms and stuff. So. They're not real. And you know what? Half of us, the majority of us, are bots. We don't even have a life. We have a life to bring down the people who are really chosen and have the light. That's the only damn purpose some of y'all have. And you don't even realize it. And I'm, I'm not saying I'm the greatest, but I think I have a kind of a spirit of stick intuitiveness with a message. And you've got some of them damn bots who the only way they have motivation in a life is to try to come at me. And they have them in your life. If you have the chosen spirit, they come at you. Without you, they have no life. And the only pleasure they get is to jump in your way. That's why I will smash any one of them that come at me. I mean, I mean mentally, spiritually, and if need be, I'll crack their teeth out their mouth. I'm at a point in my life right now. It's a sense of urgency, and I'm not backing up. I don't care who don't like it. To hell with the safe stuff. I take my all day I'm in here. and and i'm not complaining like oh i'm doing this and i'm trying to make it seem like i'm doing something i wanted to i said today we're gonna get down and it's not just click a button and hold up a phone the way i do my stuff is a little more complicated i zoned out i played music i ate some good food i feel good what i'm saying is that you get the frauds out here who want to act dedicated and it's not about youtube i don't have to be on youtube I could go back to the faceless artist that I was when nobody knew what I looked like. Then I started writing. Then the interviews came, and that's what pulled me from the depths of the shadows of what I did. But this is what I do. I've been doing it for a while. Even before I knew what social media was, the way I'm thinking, even in my wayward days with all the women, I had a part of my mind, like a picture-in-picture, that stood on righteous stuff, even though I was hedonistic for a time. I ain't got nothing to hide. I tell you, I tell you like it is. But some people that are around us, we got to shake the fake. They're weighing you down. You want to win that sprint? Were well, you running around with a 50 pound plate, weight plate, and a knapsack on your back for slowing yourself down? Dump these people. Dump the fake people. They don't exist to me anymore. Get away from me, you stink. And you slow me down, and I don't want anybody slowing me down. See, I thought I was immortal when I was 20 years old, and I still feel that way because I know we don't die, we transition, we evolve. But you know what? On this earth, there's probably more behind me than there is ahead of me, and I'm not trying to waste any of that time. When the sun comes up tomorrow, I know what I will be doing. So I'll be preparing for another show. i got clothes to wash. I'm going to put pen to paper, and I'm going to have a couple moments wiggling my toes when the sun comes up, drawing me a picture and setting it up for the next week. I have no time to waste the posturing, the masquerade party, and you find out these people are so fake and fraudulent, and they're wasting your time. You don't even need to have a conversation with these people. them. get away from me. I'm surrounded by that now. Bots, fake-ass people. Stay away from me. You ain't really about that work. You're not really about that work. You're not really about that commitment. It looks good when you come to the surface and talk in front of the mic, and that's what these people want. For every hour I'm on the mic, there's multiple hours where I'm down on my work. Coming up with these topics and every single night, not no once a week. No. I burn to do this. I burned to do this more than any woman I ever wanted in my life. Burned. Oh man, look at her. Ooh, I want to get her. No, I want to get this. That's what I burned for. This is my sex. Not really, but you know what I'm trying to say. The intensity. That if we can rewire ourselves from the foolishness that we do, the foolish endeavors, while we take time for granted, people around us are dying, losing their lives accidents health issues aneurysms whatever it is and we go well that's them it ain't me well your day is coming i know one day i'm going to transition and i'm going to have an idea for a show or an unfinished piece of art or an unfinished article that's what motivates me too because i'm going to get it all out we get all the peanut butter out the jaw you know what nobody's looking, and you get the, and there's a little lines in there from the spoon, and then you look around and you take your finger and run it down in there. I'm getting all of it. My peanut butter jar is going to be empty when I'm done with it. Anyway, I don't know what happened to me. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Let me um, let me run, and um, let me know if you want to do the um, the conference line. Like I said, I have a easier way that I've done it. And I'm gonna show you to show you how easy it is to get there before I go. I have to keep reminding I'm not saying keep reminding, but just to keep make it a habit. Let me share this screen. so I can show you here. Hold on. Hold on. And I'm I'm working on that video now and they uh that audio. It's not gonna be a video. It's just audio. Let me um present this share screen. There's no way you can miss this now. Okay, let's share it. I'm going to have to take this banner off. And then I'm going to go get something to eat and get back and resume work. This should be it here. Let me see. All right. You see there? This is the website, Landscurve.com. Let me make sure that you can see it, right? Landscurve right here, the conference line. Whenever you want to go to the conference line direct without having to dial, go to Landscurve.com right below there. The conference line. Click on that. It gives you the option to call from your phone, but you want to go in directly in the other option, other than calling. I forget how they say it there. It would take you in like you go into a, a a website. So anywhere in the world, you go to Landscurve.com and click on this, and you're in. I don't if you got an internet connection, you'll be able to get in. All right. So I just wanted to show you that before I go. So let me go on here. Play a little music, and um we'll be on our way, and I will be back. trust me, I will be back, maybe not live tonight cause I know I'm gonna get a little dose of the itis, you know that's part of a word <laughs> when I eat, but I'll be plotting and planning when I wake up in the morning, and I still might do a little something. I was supposed to speak to uh brother vibrant brother Issa. um I'm gonna give him a call because he was supposed to record something that's something I wanted him to share with the world, but anyway. Much love to you all. Landscurve out for the Neil Fraser. Fabulous as always. Full of information, and we're going to get down. All right. But if you're not right and you're around me, I'm a steamroll you. I'm a straight up steamroll you. All right.
3: Our language, Much our love. culture, our God, and our religion. Here in America, all of our religious training has been gotten by the preacher. He has told us of a heaven way up in the sky that we can't enjoy now but rather after we die but all of the years that we're living for us is nothing but hell pain torture and misgiving yet the bible speaks of a heaven filled with material luxury which the white man and the preacher has right here so we see so my friend Take it for what it's worth. Your heaven and your hell is right here on this earth. So let's check back into history, which rewards all research and tells us plainly that before the white man gained entry to the East, he was living in the caves of Europe, a ravenous beast, eating juniper roots and eating flesh raw till God sent Moses to civilize him and teach him the law. Then following Marco Polo, an explorer, he gained entry into Asia and Africa. From China, he took silk and gunpowder. From India, he took juice, manganese, and rubber. He raped Africa of her diamonds and her gold. From the Mid-East, he took barrels of oil untold, raping robbing and murdering everything in his past. The whole black world has tasted of the white man's wrath. So, my friend, it's not hard to tell. A white man's heaven is a black man's heaven. By the Nile River, we were living in luxury, enjoying freedom, justice and equality. We wore silken robes, we gold. We were the wealthiest and the wisest people I'm told. Now we are the poorest of the poor. Nobody wants us at their door. So my. And it's easy to tell White man heaven Black man hell When the white man came To America He told the Indian I am your white brother He said, red man I'll treat you the best Yet until he still pushed the Indian the west, with his white woman and firewater, water, tricks and lies, he stole America, the original owner of this nation is cooped up on a reservation, so my friend, it's easy to tell, white man heaven, black man hell. Someone to work the land His back was too weak He needed you black man So he commissioned Sir John Hawkins To commit the worst Most sin: To take a man who's born to be free And bring him down To slavery To sell a man As merchandise On his body Put surprise Oh my friend, it's easy to tell. White man heaven is a black man hell.
1: Make sure
0: to go to landscurve.com an online magazine established in 2001, containing written articles, thousands of talk shows and discussions, cutting-edge cartoons, as well as erotic expressions and tasteful adult photography. It's definitely not for the faint of heart. Once you get a taste of the world of Lance Curve, trust me, you'll be back for more. Landscurve.com Bold, raw, and uncut.